Live from parts unknown, you're listening to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast on the planet, we think. Sit back, relax, prepare for positivity to run through your veins as Simon Miller gives you your weekly dose of powerful pro wrestling audio. It is Miller Time. Hello and welcome to Simon's Pro Wrestling Podcast. My name is Simon Miller and this is a pro wrestling podcast. It's Friday and you know what we do on Fridays. We answer a bunch of questions that you all submit through the Facebook group and you can join the Facebook group at Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. You just search for that, it comes up, you click like or join group or whatever, I don't know what it's called. But you do that also on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Simon Miller 316. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Simon 316. All that nonsense, you probably know it by now. I'm not going to go on about it too much. However, I am pleased to say another feature or facet of Simon's Pro Wrestling Podcast is that it's supported and it runs thanks to my Patreon account, which is patreon.com for Simon316. And one of the rewards, or whatever you want to call that on there, is to actually come on Simon's Pro Wrestling Podcast. And that's what we've got today because my man George from Wrestle Kings has joined me today. George, how you doing? How's it going? You're good? I'm good, thanks, man. Now, the first thing I want to talk about before we get anywhere is what is Wrestle Kings? Sell it to uh, me. This is your moment, man. Tell me right, what Wrestling Kings I'm is. I'm going to sell you this pen, right? So it's going to be a scene from Wolf of Wall Street. Wrestling Kings is a unique page that I run uh, along with my friends and my brother. And basically, it's a community that involves banter, modern day wrestling, old school wrestling, unique photos, rare videos that you're not going to see on every page. And as a community, we deliver on good laughs and news updates as well. So... Yeah, we like to respond as well to the to the fans, to the users of the page, and even Twitter, and you know, just keep it going. Trying to separate ourselves from other pages. Nice. So, what kind of what kind of stuff do you do? Is it like news based? Is it? I mean, is it just a website? You got your podcast? Like, what um, kind of your stuff? At the moment, it's more Facebook based. We do have a Twitter, but it's not really a strong following as the Facebook account, where Facebook has over a hundred thousand likes and followers. Man, it's uh, smashing it which is pretty awesome to be fair, you know, it's still growing. Um, there's no really, we don't just focus on one thing, like just WWE. It's kind of a range of things. Like one day we can just post about old school WCW and then the next day it's going to be about, you know, NXT. So it's just a, you know, a variety of everything really. Nice dude. So basically you want people to go to Facebook and you want them to search for Wrestling Kings and you want them to like the page, correct? Well, if, they, if they're going to do it, then yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> Just tell them, man. Tell them. Tell the community. Well, I do it every week. I say, do these people. No, I'm only kidding. But you should do that. I'm actually looking at it right now. It is actually really impressive. I'm looking at a terrifying picture of The Undertaker and his wife. And it's just... it's just. It, it, oh, he looks like a happy man, doesn't he? He looks too normal. He looks too normal. I can't handle that. Right, I've just liked it as well. Um, or uh, yeah, So everyone go like Wrestling Kings on Facebook. You can talk to George on there. And also, you get a bunch of cool wrestling content, which is very nice. I'm also looking at a picture of Vader and Rick Rude, and Rick Rude's just holding a gun. <laughs> no, you hear the stories about Rick Rude in the backstage, and that photo just sums up for me. That's hilarious. I would have not wanted to mess with him in the 90s or what, even the 80s. What an absolute man, man. So how, I mean, obviously, you're clearly a big wrestling fan. How long have you been running the page? Uh, the page itself has been running for about two, three years now. Amazing, man. What made you start? It was just because it, a big, you know, resting fan, passionate, just wanted to, you know, take I, it to his natural next step. Just pretty much that, like, really. Like, I'd go off on one, like, on my Facebook status or Twitter, like, you know, oh, he deserves a bigger push, you know. Uh, I wouldn't actually say that. And I thought, <laughs> well, how about I'll create my own platform? I'll voice my opinions. I'll share what I want to share and, you know, find this unique content and I'll see what kind of response I can get. And the more I post, and even I can post my own artwork because I do create all the graphics on there. 
And I said, like, all right, let's kind of use my ego a little bit and see if I can create something with it. And with the help of my brother and my friend Stephen, I've created this page. And, you know, it seems to be doing really well. Nice, dude. I like it. And honestly, I'm looking at that. There's some really cool pictures just random ones I haven't seen, some old ones, some new ones. Yeah, it's really interesting. I like it. So on that note, segueing straight into it, how did you get into wrestling? Because clearly you were very passionate to, you know, take it this far. You know, what's the first match you saw? Who was the guy that got you into it? I mean, what's your journey into the world of pro wrestling? Uh, it's a pretty tough one, to be honest, because I want to say SummerSlam, 1992, Wembley. I didn't go. I was only like uh, two years old. But... At the same time, I've also got the first memory of the Royal Rumble 992 with Ric Flair. You know, I think you've mentioned it before, you know, in the top 10 videos. Just that Royal Rumble itself is such a highlight of my childhood. Yeah, yeah. I don't have the first memory, but what stands out in my first memory is probably that. But there's no real answer, if that makes sense. No, it just got you the way it got you. So, who, I mean, you've been watching it a long time. You're in kind of my, mm. you're, uh, you're in my kind of bracket. Who, who's your, I mean, you don't have to give just one. But who are like your guys? Who are your favourite wrestlers of all time? Uh, when I was a kid, Bret Hart. He was my guy. I dressed, oh, yeah, him, dressed up like him uh, in school. Uh, I was a massive fan of the clique. He was never really a big Hogan person when I was a kid. Like, never really appreciated him until he came back in 2002. And I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, he was something, wasn't he? I was always into like the smaller guys, like Bret Hart, you know, Shawn Michaels, Owen Hart, uh, Shawn Maltman. Those tall guys, the ones that weren't necessarily the larger life figures. Yeah. I mean, like, the older got, I do like appreciate Ultimate Warrior, the Warlord, Barbarian. Barbarian's really random one to mention, but, you know, just like the powerhouses <laughs> sort of thing. The ones that Vince loves. No, I get that, man, because I, I was the same. It was, the, it was the dudes that you'd notice, the classic, the dudes you'd notice walking through the airport that always took my fancy because they're like superheroes, right? That was the cool mm. thing about it. They were like, Absolutely. oh my, you know, they, they, they don't look like regular men. And that's why I got into it because I was like, this is just so weird and so bizarre, but I love it. And I'm like you, man, Bret Hart was my guy. So did you, oh, ever, did you ever take a break from it? Have you been watching it? Because a lot of people obviously go away, then they come back mm. and it's that time when they come back where it really cements their fandom. I'll probably have to say maybe, probably after Eddie Guerrero's death. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, only for like a couple of months. And maybe a little bit with the DX return as well. Just 2006, the end of it, and maybe the beginning of it, I wasn't really watching it too much. I watched WrestleMania 22, but I wasn't watching Raw all the time or SmackDown all the time. I'd, you know, I'd read the results and go on the website a little bit, but I did have to record it. Do you, do you, always, do you always try to keep up with it even after that? Or did you kind of just walk away from it entirely? No, 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 I still watch it. I'm not. But at the moment, like current days, there's just so much to pay attention to. <laughs> like you've, oh, don't, I don't even know where to start. Like I'd be all day. I'd be like Jericho's list. Like not like <laughs> you made the list. Like oh, hundred, a thousand and four. You know, it's so much going on right now. Oh, NXT, yeah, WWE, PWG, Ring of Honor, TNA, Defiant Wrestling, Revolution Pro Wrestling, Progress. You know, I'd be all day. It's just so much. Oh yeah! On. Oh, it's absolutely crazy. It's absolutely nuts, and you mm. know, trying to divide your time up throughout all of that is pretty much impossible. But you know, that, I think that's why sort of the internet, uh, you know, culture behind wrestling's gotten so big because mm. people just want to watch those quick clips or they just want to find out what's happened because there just isn't enough time in the day to otherwise do it. To like just commit yourself just to one brand of wrestling. That's impossible. It's, it's, it's impossible now. And that's why I don't get why people get upset. Sort of like I don't like WWE. Don't worry about it. Because there's it's about a hundred other things you can go watch right now. 
Is that even TNA's half decent now? It is, actually. It's all right. Actually, I'm quite excited to see what happens with TNA over the next few years and months. I think they could actually do... I think they could do okay. I'm not saying they're ever going to get back to where they were, but I think they could actually, no, no. actually be They almost. had that chance, but now that's just that's gone. Yeah. But they can be consistent and kind of create a strong fan base and just become a, a, a half-decent wrestling company that produces good wrestling on a consistent basis, which they haven't had that for, I don't know, about 12 years. No, I agree. Do you have, like, a favourite promotion? Do you have, like, a go-to, or you just watch whatever um, go-to at the time? Go-to is NXT. Yeah, everyone that's says that. one show days. I will always kind of fighting time for even if on means i gotta watch it like on a sunday in bulk sort of thing yeah uh, actually no a bit weird one actually i don't really in terms of wrestling promotion but being the elite and 10 pounds <laughs> gold that's fair enough man they're good they're interesting shows right like daisy watches i can watch them like on my desk that's, you know, exactly man yeah so i commit myself to them but it's probably just nxt mate do did you watch the uk uh shows the nxt shows this week I've only watched the Tony Storm Shayna match and the uh, Zach Gibson and Pete Dunne final. I have not watched the entire show yet, but I heard you went. What was it like? It was awesome. That's all I'll say. I don't want to ruin it for you. I'm just going to say, as I said on the on the episode the other day, uh, if you are an NXT fan or you are a fan of UK wrestling, try and go out of your way to watch it if you can. Just because it's, I think it's one of those seminal moments in wrestling that we're all going to look back on and go. This is when shit got real. <laughs> I do want to watch the tag team match, though. I'm a massive fan of Trent and uh, Tyler Bay. I like, so I will definitely watch that. And I want to watch the six-man tag as well because oh, Undisputed Era, I, I won't lie. When they first debuted at Brooklyn last year, I was like, well, I don't really get it. Oh, really? Well, they had to win you over, did they? Yeah, like, I just I never saw Adam Cole as the guy sort of thing. Like, people compare him to like, Kenny Omega and AJ Styles. And I was like, I don't see it. And what, since what? he's been on NXT... You know, he's impressed me, but Kyle O'Reilly is the one that's really stood out to me. But that's why I love wrestling, right? Because you can't put your finger on it, but for some reason, he's your guy. And yet mm. other people love Adam Cole, and other people will love Roderick Strong. You know, that's the best thing about it, is that it just grabs people in different ways. I mean, I like I like Adam Cole, but I'm not going to lie. It took a while to warm up with him. Oh, I, yeah. You know, I didn't necessarily think he was... Especially because I heard about him before I saw him. And then mm. you see him, and he comes across as very unassuming. Exactly. Yeah. I was just like, okay, where's the best of him? Yeah, <laughs> you know, like especially in the WWE ring. But with the undisputed faction, I just think it's working. Like strong, I thought he got lost in the shuffle, joined undisputed, and he's shown personality. Kyle Riley, he's just full of charisma. He is the charismatic enigma. He's just so funny. Like the little guitar entrance he does with the belt, I love it all. Oh yeah, I I, I love them all. I think all of them are just that, and that partnership as well, or that that group as well. I kind of hope that when they get called up, they come up together. Although saying that WWE has a terrible record of calling people up. But, oh, don't get me started. I mean, <laughs> uh, seeing San, uh, we mentioned this the other day, but seeing Sanity lose on SmackDown. Their first just, match. I just, I don't get it. I get it. Wins and losses don't matter, but they also do matter. So, but the same man is writing it. It's, that's his literally philosophy. Wins and losses don't matter. I know. I know. It just, I, I didn't get it. It blew my mind. Like, nothing is unsalvageable in pro wrestling, but it's just such a long-ass way to go about it. That, why why would like, you... You're making it harder for yourself. Like yeah. All this work that goes into NXT, and NXT itself is losing money, and you want to invest in these future stars, but if you've got that mentality. Fans are just not going to invest, are they? They're going to give up easily. Like, well, why should we care? You're already, like, wins and loss, you know, up and down, up and down. So, that's why I don't I know. Maybe, hmm. that's oh, why no, I don't... Sorry, me cut you off. Sorry. No, that's right, but that's what I was going to say, is just that 
eventually then WWE will decide, oh, we do want to push him. And then they got to start then climbing back up the ladder when we could have just, because any, anytime anybody debuts, you're going to have loads of momentum just because that's the way it works. People are excited to see what's going to happen. But then all of a sudden knocking them back down, you know, or, or sort of taking that away and then having to build them up later. So weird. Just like, so weird. Take away that mystique. Like you put on this effort and it's just like, they've got such a unique gimmick. And I think they're really cool. And to see Eric Young finally on WWE television makes me happy personally. What a journey, right? What a journey. Who would have thought that 10 years ago when he was in TNA doing his thing? I think people... I, would have, I would have laughed if you told me. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I totally agree. It was just just nuts. And that's mm. why I don't mind to a certain degree. Even seeing sort of Killian Dane there. You know, I remember him smashing it up on the indie scene over here. Now he's made it to SmackDown as well. It's just so inspirational. It's just, yeah, it's just amazing. So in that Absolutely. sense, I don't mind. The real, the real cool thing is that all these people are on WWE TV now. However, Sanity had a cool... You know, had a cool gimmick, could have come in with some momentum, and we've already gone, nah, let's <laughs> not. Exactly. Like, I don't want to necessarily, like, oh, for goodness sake, like, no way has I don't mean my end. He's a fun gimmick. People who moan about him are taking wrestling too serious. That's my opinion. Like, you can call him an, like, an Adam Rose ripoff or he won, but at the same time, it's a fun gimmick. He doesn't have to win all the time. He, I don't mind him, but when it's like iconic duo, like, you brought them up, they had some momentum, they sell merchandise, and they're just jobbers, basically, essentially. Yeah. Right, or, or they're part of the shuffle. Mm. They're just, you know, they're just, they're just there. They don't, they, you know, it's not like they've come in and it's like, oh man, we've got to watch these dudes. They're just dudes. Yeah. Like Bobby exactly. Roode. Bobby Roode has become the ultimate dude on Raw. He's just oh, a dude. He is everyone. not a baby face. I know. Why haven't they turned him? He's got no momentum right now, and they still mm. haven't turned him. It's crazy. He's a man who shouts glorious at himself. I know. And he has a Ric Flair robe. <laughs> and he's a baby face, like, like smiling away. I know. So cut that crap and make him a heel. I know. And you can kind of see it in his face that he's just desperate not to do that mm. role. So strange. So, so very, very strange. I don't get it at all. Um... Yeah, anyway, we are, you have asked a lot of questions on the Facebook page. Again, Simon is Pro Wrestling Podcast. Give it a like there. Make sure you go to Wrestling Kings as well and give that a like. So uh, me and George are going to answer them. And look, we all know what's going to happen. They will, uh, you know, they will veer off into other points that we will, uh, we will talk about. But we start with Ben Hersick, who says, Since we're a few months after the Superstar Shake-Up, who has made the best of their change of brands? Now, I think I have a very definitive answer to this. But George, I'll let you go first. Who's got the better brand after the Superstar Shake-Up? I've got to go SmackDown. Yeah, I agree. That's 100% what I was going to say. Even though we just actually kind of moaned about it, Sanity and Iconic Duo, overall, the presentation and the booking has been a bit more consistent and it's just a more enjoyable show at the moment, I have to say. I think Where so. Where Raw is three hours long still and it's still just a chore. I can't watch Raw and Fall still. Well, I'm not surprised because three hours of anything mm. is, is insane. Like, I, I think there's, there's, there's no two ways about it. Like, I can't think of anything, any activity that I'd want to do for three hours after a while going, man, I'm fucking sick of this already. Like every week as well. Yeah. And it's, it's the same stuff and it's the same matches. And That's the problem. But that's why I think SmackDown's done better. Because especially at the moment, if we talk about the SmackDown that's just gone, I know people are a bit perturbed that Daniel Bryan's in the tag team scene, but I like it. I, actually I don't think, mind it. I think it's going to give prestige to that division. Rusev's on top, which I've wanted for years, so that's good. And, you know, once he's fit again, Nakamura's going to be taking on Jeff Hardy. This is stuff that I want to see. Whereas hmm. Roman Reigns versus Bobby Lashley don't necessarily want to see that. Not trying to be a dick, just don't necessarily and want to see that. And you've also got Kamala, not Kamala, sorry, Kamala and James Ellsworth. Well. Oh, come on. I'm a fan. I like it. My only worry is WWE ran out of ideas last time and they fired the dude. <laughs> so I don't really know what they're going to do this time. I do like it. I am excited to see what they do next week with Oscar versus mm. James Ellsworth. How weird is that going to be? 
I'm not normally a big fan of intergender wrestling, yeah. but this makes sense. Yeah, because James Ellsworth, right? Exactly. Yeah, we had this conversation on Wednesday as well. Like, WWE doesn't really do it, so what are they going to do here? Is it going to be a full-on joke match? Are they going to have some fun with it? Like, I don't know. I haven't seen one in WWE so long. It may not even happen. Like, Carmella just may run out and just destroy Oscar before we even get before we get going with it. But I am intrigued to see what's going to go I've down. I've got a feeling he'll win. I, I can just see it happening. You think he's going to beat Oscar? Yeah, can you, I just see it. Can you imagine I, I, the I, internet I mean, backlash? <laughs> bit of backlash going to get for this, but I'm not the biggest Oscar fan. I, right. I enjoyed her in NXT a little bit, but I just... Mm, after the Ember Moon food, I just uh, feud. Sorry, I just got a bit bored of her. That's just my opinion. It's not really a popular opinion no, either. But that's but... why I like it, man. Why so? What mm. is it that she did that, that you know made you sour on her? I don't know. I just felt since she's come to me, they've had a few promos, but I don't think they've done enough to make me care enough. But for me personally, and I know like the reaction, she doesn't really get that strong a reaction as well. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, it's like Nakamura. Nakamura does. But I think it helps with the entry music and his overall charisma as well. I agree. I think ever since Asuka's been on the main roster, she hasn't really smashed it in the way... In terms of reactions, like a way they think they think they were hoping. I think she's brilliant in the ring, but yeah, yeah. she's never received those kind of mega pops that maybe it's at like one the point... Reaction, yeah. You know, it's, NXT crowd is different to a WWE crowd. And I just think also with um, Asuka, like the match quality hasn't been there as well, but... It's just different where it's they've got more time to rehearse for their matches in NXT than they're doing the main roster. Yeah, that's true, right? And so maybe it's harder for someone like Oscar. To... And also, if you didn't watch NXT, I don't think WWE did a good job in. Te- I mean, they had those cool video packages for a while, but I don't think mm. they went overly out of their way to try and tell you who Oscar was or anything like that. She was just this cool wrestler. Mm. Just a cool wrestler who beat a couple of people in NXT, and that's it. What did you think about her losing to Charlotte and losing her undefeated streak at Mania? I guess you didn't really mind if you weren't that into her. I didn't really mind. I thought the match was really good. That is, like, I know I just said like, the match quality, but I really enjoyed that match. But I think I was more impressed with Charlotte than I was with Oscar. Charlotte, to me, in that match and her entrance and everything, she just came across as the best women's wrestler in wrestling moment in that match. I think, personally, Sh- uh, Shayna Blazy, but that's just my opinion. No, I, I think the women's division in general right now, I mean, I, I can't say enough good things about Charlotte because I just think that she's... I don't know, the way she carries herself, her matches, the moves she does. I think she's a, a, a revelation for, for WWE-style wrestling. Mm, absolutely. Um, yeah, and I, I think the future, you know, if they ever want to if they want to do Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte at WrestleMania 35, I've got no problem with that whatsoever. Because I think, I'd enjoy that. Yeah, I would. I, just, I, th- I think Ronda Rousey is only going to get better as the years go on. And, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know what it is about Charlotte. To me, she's just, she's a flair, right? She's mm. a flair. She's just got that magic. And I just, yeah, I just, I just think she's awesome. Just quickly before I go to that question, when you say with Ronda, I think they've got to be a bit careful with the booking with Ronda and Nia. It was pretty, it was pretty bad. But the match itself was awesome at Money in the Bank. I thought they did really well with it, yeah. I thought the match was excellent. And then the post-match, um, so the next night when they had that segment where she just basically beats up Kurt, smashes Alexa. I thought it was awesome. It's like crowd's going nuts for her. You gave us a reason to care. She's suspended. You're right off TV. It was perfect. And I, the match itself was perfect. No, I agree with you, man. I, I actually liked everything they did with that. And I actually think having Ronda Rousey off TV is good for Ronda Rousey. You know, you, you don't want... Uh, I, I get that Brock Lesnar went too far. I understand that with the Universal title. But she's not the champion. She does need to be protected. Mm. She does need to feel special. This is the way you do it. I'm a, really, yeah. I'm a real big fan of it. I think she's done great so far. I've got no complaints she's great. whatsoever. She just, she just has that... That aura about she just she is a star. 
Oh, yeah. It's just Ronda Rousey, right? And what I've learned, being an MMA fan, is you don't ever doubt Ronda Rousey. You just don't. Mm-hmm. She's so, quality. Yeah, she is. She's absolutely amazing. Uh, right, next question is Richard Allen Norman. Do you think they are really going to go all in with a Bailey Hill turn, or is this just going to be temporary? I don't know. I can't answer that question because I don't even know if next week's episode of Raw we're going to talk about this because every other time we've done it, WWE have just gone, ah, I don't want to talk about it now. Fuck it. You didn't see anything. So I don't know. And it, also, why is Bailey going to be the heel? For the first time in years, she sowed fire and aggression, and I thought it was awesome. I quite enjoyed it as well. Yeah, I loved it. I thought Bailey looked great. It's the best, probably the best thing she's done since she's come to the main roster. Oh, 100%. That's why, <laughs> that's why I don't think she's going to get booed. She was great. She was great in that role and she looked awesome. Mm. I'd be much more inclined to boo Sasha Banks than her. Oh, 100%. Like, Sasha Banks, even in interviews and social media and just when she does podcasts, she just comes across as quite unlikable, to be honest. When she does like a little random, fair enough, like, she doesn't really hate, she, she kind of hates the airport fan sort of thing. But it just, you're still not helping yourself. Like, these are the people that have paid money to see you, essentially, buy your merch, and you're kind of ripping into them. Bailey generally loves the business. Big kid, you see photos of her and Cena as a kid, show, I think it's Shane Martell. I oh, know, so it's Mickey James. But, you know, she's just a massive fan. Why do I want to do her? She's every right to beat up Sasha. Yeah, exactly. That, that's the point, right? Where is the, uh, the justification or the motivation? It's the fact I go, yeah, I can understand why you want to beat her up. She's been a massive dick to you for years. So it's exactly. Like, yeah, and I, I love that segment. I don't know, no, let me say, let me phrase that. I love that segment in the context of what it was. But if WWE mm. don't follow up on that next week, I'm going to shoot myself in the face. I cannot, I cannot go through it again. It's, we either have this feud now or we just forget about it forever. You cannot keep doing it. It is dragging on. I won't lie. I don't get it wrong. I enjoyed the beat down from Bailey in the car park. But the actual like, rivalry is just, you know, it's just it is getting boring. It's just too long in the tooth because they pull the trigger and it never goes anywhere. I don't mind if they have a match. If we get a match at Extreme Rules, fine. At least we're having a damn match. But stop like going back and forth. Mm, it's like back and forth, back and forth, like you know, tiptoeing. Yeah. Just decide make a decision and get on with it so stupid so so stupid and i look i like bailey and i like sasha banks i think they're good women's wrestlers but i i, I think they're miscast and i think that the rug gets pulled out of them too un- too many times for them to build up any momentum it's like the new the new site uh, the new call-ups that you we were talking about you've got to put them in positions of strength otherwise they will fall into a place of weakness it's just true it's just true. Uh, Ashley Robinson Voss, does Kevin Owens' program get better or worse now he's without Sami Zayn? I quite like what Kevin Owens is doing at the moment. I didn't think I would like a Braun Strowman versus Kevin Owens feud. So far, I actually think it's all right. Stupid, but I don't mind stupid in wrestling. I don't mind it either. I think Kevin Owens makes it work. I think that is the dream of all of Kevin Owens' stuff, is that you can put him in any kind of situation and somehow he finds a way to make it entertaining. Absolutely. He's he's doing a good job. He's got good facials. He's funny. He he's doing the Coward Hill thing perfectly. I enjoy it. I just think he's he he's a guy that understands that wrestling is meant to be entertainment, and that if you can mm. entertain me, it doesn't matter what kind of situation, position, or feud you're put in. I will warm to you because you're making me laugh and you're entertaining me. That's the whole point. That's why I watch television to have a good time. Exactly. Just like just the stuff he does, like on the spot, like with sh- like shouting at his opponents in the ring, just some oh, of the stuff, man. like like even like the Enzo dance he did, like just he's so funny and quick weird. That's also I, I hate saying this. I said it on Wednesday show as well. I don't want to sound like a prick. I, I do sound like a prick, but hey, what are you gonna do? But also, but also, since I've started actually, you know, bit, doing wrestling and stuff. 
I respect that stuff even more because it is so hard to just stand there in a ring and mouth off. It just is. You feel like a bit of a goof. Like, what am I doing? But he does it so well and so mm. consistently that, yeah, it just blows my mind. He is, even though everyone loves him, I still think he's underrated. That's how good I think he is. I agree. I don't think he gets enough credit. No, I don't. I, I, I think that he's, yeah. I, I hope in the next year and a half he gets another title reign. I, I, I do. No, no, I agree with you. But this was my brain going, I can't see it happening because I worry in the same way that now that Shinsuke didn't get his title shot against WW, uh, against AJ Styles or his title win, I should say. I, I worry that Kevin Owens is in that same position where they see him as an upper mid card guy. And unless mm. something changes massively, yeah, we're not actually going to get there. I don't think Vince, uh, Vince sees him as the guy. That's it. And I think that's the problem. I think we're going to have to have other sort of chess pieces fall in the way that we don't expect before we get to that. And I can't see why that would happen. That worries me. Just wishful thinking from my end. Well, no, dude, I'm with you, man. I wanted, <laughs> I wanted, to, I wanted to win Money in the Bank because I thought Kevin Owens and Money in the Bank would have been hilarious, just mouthing off and all that shit. I mm. thought it would have been brilliant. I thought it would have been brilliant. But yeah. yeah, I don't agree with Braun winning it, but that's... It's weird. I don't, think, I don't think he needed it. Well, that, like, that's the thing, right? Someone else. That's the thing. When he did win it, I was like, of course he flipping won it. It's mm. you know, WWE always defaults to that kind of booking. But also, you're right. I don't. Oh, if anything, I think Braun with the briefcase looks a bit stupid, just because no, it, he doesn't need that kind of thing. Like he didn't necessarily need it. Like he could have just challenged Brock for anything. Like got into Brock, I don't know, Brock's training. You know, did some MMA training and just got in. Oh, if you're not going to come to Raw, I'll come to you. Like, I don't know what the voice is about. But, <laughs> it's quite good. I know, it was all right. I liked it. <laughs> but, you know, just be a bit crazy. doesn't have to cash in. Like, it could have gone. Joey think it would have been best to go to, like, Finn Balor. He hasn't won a pay-per-view match this year. I know, man. He, like... But he's always in the main event for Raw. And he's, I think since he... The match of AJ Styles, he had a TLC last year. It was amazing. In terms of match quality and his confidence, and even like promos, he's improved so much. He's so confident now. And I don't think he gets enough credit as much as, I don't know, Seth Rollins. No, I, don't, I just don't think he's put in a position to do it, right? I mean, Seth Rollins is, you know, I, I mean, that's not true. He does get his opportunities, but... I don't. I guess they just don't. They think they see Seth Rollins different to Finn Balor. You know, Finn Balor is uh, sorry, Finn. But Seth Rollins is closing Raw, having that awesome match with Dolph Ziggler, and Finn Balor is in weird tag team matches with Baron Corbin, which does actually seem to be the new feud now, which is Baron Corbin versus Finn Balor because he's mouthing off about him on Twitter today. And I don't necessarily mind that. Don't hate I, Baron I'd Corbin. Actually mind I'm enjoying Corbin at the moment. I like I Baron Corbin. I say that. Well, I will say WWE absolutely botched it entirely by not doing some kind of hair versus hair program. I mean, what, what, I'll never get over that. Like, why you have a man who has really long hair, who fans are constantly on his back saying, please shave your head, and then you just do it randomly on TV. I mean, what it, was that? It does sound like I'm speaking to Jim Cornette at the moment, but you are spot on. You <laughs> have to agree, like. I don't, dude, that, I is, <laughs> that is both a compliment and an insult. <laughs> it's like, I love Jim Cornette, <laughs> but sometimes he says stuff, and I'm like, bro, I know, come, he's come like, on, man. Uh, like, I do agree with some of the stuff he says, but like, oh, when he goes off about like Kenny Omega, it's like, whoa, 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 this is the best wrestler in the world. Exactly, exactly. Get off his case. Yeah, Joe can't. Ryan, I agree all day long with. I I, I I I see where you're coming from, but my my take on on the whole Jerry Ryan's I'm I'm a, I'm a Dave Meltzer uh, approach where if the crowd love it and he's selling tickets, he's doing it right. That's kind of True. how I see Jerry Ryan. True. Like it's, it's a different day day and age of medicine. That's, yeah, that's and I, I've I've seen Jerry Ryan, you know, whip his not physically out, but you know, thrust his penis into the air, and fans go absolutely ballistic for it. So I'm like, well, how can I criticize you? 
You got they'll, be queuing, they'll be queuing at the merch table afterwards. Well, that's I, it. That's I, it. I, 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 it well, to me. I, I think, I just think, uh, talking about Jim Connett, just, you know, not that I have any right to talk about Jim Connett, who is undoubtedly one of the most successful promoters mm. slash managers in the history of wrestling. However, oh. sometimes I think he could be a little bit more... Uh, uh, just, calm. As, soon as, as soon as someone sends something, it's like you hear about slapping Satino and being a dick in Ring of Honor yeah, and all yeah, the rest yeah, of yeah. But, you know, it's just him. It's still real to him. Exactly, which I guess is good and bad, right? It's good and bad. Mm, absolutely. It depends how you see it. Uh, Nick Palmer, with the new WWE TV deal and the rumor Fox only signed for Ronda Rousey, do you see the brand split ending or Rousey moving to SmackDown Live? Uh, I don't know the answer to that question because I think I don't think Fox have any say on which wrestler goes on which brand. I mean, I guess if ratings don't do well, they're going to push for it. But that's the point. It all depends on what ratings SmackDown does. If SmackDown, I think three and a half million, three to three and a half million is what they expect in that time slot. Also, I've read. Uh, if WWE can do that without Rousey, Fox aren't going to give a shit. Fox only care about advertising revenue and making money. And if they're doing that, it doesn't matter what Ronda Rousey does. So I don't know. It all depends on what ha- I mean, it's a difficult one. It's moving to Friday nights in October. We found that out this week. It's going to be very interesting. That's all. That's all I've got. I, I I really don't know what the lay of land is going to be in about years and a half time. I'm with you, mate. I I'd assume so, but I, I can't really give a confirmed answer. You I might just, have to tweet Dave Meltzer or something. For yeah, that one. yeah. I mean, th- I think the most exciting bit about this change, or about the you know the, the, the Fox signing it, is that as WWE said in their own press releases. They've got two flagship shows now, which is a... You can't have that, but don't worry about that. It's going to be... I think SmackDown is not only going to go through some kind of a visual change, which it definitely needs, but I, yeah, I think that SmackDown is going to feel far better than it ever has done, and that, to me, is exciting. That's really exciting. Yeah, great. It should be good. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, Mark Tolley, or Tolley, who do you think is the most likely wrestler outside of WWE to get signed next? Jeez, that's a question. <sighs> Walter, maybe. I can see Walter getting... I don't think Kenny Omega or the Young Bucks are doing anything with the WWE until 2020 minimum. That's my guess. I don't know if that's true, but that would be my gut. So I would say somebody like Walter, but I I really have no idea. I have to say Walter, maybe Matt Riddle, but if he can kind of, you know... Keep well. away from the wacky backy. <laughs> I love, I love that that they won't hire him because of. I mean, I get it, I get it, I understand mm. they're a public company, but given how good he is, and given his age, he's a lot older than I thought. He's not old, but he's a lot older than I thought he was. They really should get. Oh, him he's the man. He's only been wrestling for a few years. He's, he's so just... good. He's like Kurt Angle too, isn't he? He's just so good. Oh. It's ridiculous. Right, like he's one of those people. Like if you ever go to like a live show and people listen to this, they can probably agree or vouch for this. He's one of those you can just go up talk to. Doesn't matter how long for, and he won't care if you buy anything from him i like you know certain wrestlers maybe the young bucks or cole cabana you're you're hovering around the marriage table won't really get much repeat from them unless you you know give them a five or so yeah well i just i mean I, i'd like to see him there i don't know i don't know we'll, we'll have to wait and see he's, he's he's also been very outspoken and wwe don't like that Mm. I think Walter, though, I think you're right. Obviously, he's doing stuff involved. This time, I had a match with Adam Cole. Was that happened yet? I'm not too sure. Uh, I think it did happen the other day, right? I can't remember. I think so. Yes, it did happen two days ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's great as well. Walter is. Oh, he's cool. I've only, I've only seen him once live, and he, oh, he's just a big bastard, isn't he? No, oh, he's just he's a monster. He's an absolute monster. It's ridiculous. Absolutely oh, ridiculous. He... Love him, though. Love him. I yeah, basically, him. man. I think he's awesome. Uh, Ross Chaplin, how many podcasts is too many? I'm currently at 25 podcasts that I listen. I'm about to add this one and The Week in Gaming. Thought I'd ask a non-wrestling question to keep you on your toes. 
I don't more. Listen to as many. I love podcasts. I listen to loads of podcasts a week. They're awesome. I drive a lot, so podcasts are great. That's all I got. Twenty-five podcasts. <laughs> uh, I think I've probably got about four or five. Right. But I do listen to the Conrad Trio. Well, I was going to say right. So my, let's just talk about wrestling podcasts. We'll keep it as themed. So my go-to's are Wrestling Observer. Uh, what's the Bischoff called? Eighty-three weeks or whatever. Mm. Uh, something to wrestle with. Uh, what happened when? I listen to Colt Cabana's podcast. What else do I? I've kind of gone off that one a little bit. I listen yeah. to um, Austin's little bit. Yeah, Austin's a little bit. Do you listen to the Laps fan? Listen to the Laps fan. They're good. Oh, uh, do you like their um, Laps Bulldog? I don't. Have you not heard, heard it? No, I haven't heard that one yet. Oh, uh, they basically do like uh, storytelling from British Bulldog in uh, SummerSlam, and they basically like. Oh my like... gosh, that sounds. <laughs> what? And a whole, a whole series on it? No, no, no. Just like a little clip. Um, oh, I've heard. Pres- I've, oh, heard, the... I've heard him do the impression when he missed the hitman. Mr. Hitman. Oh man, the, the fu- <laughs> genuinely the funniest thing you'll ever hear in a podcast ever. I mean, I wouldn't like share it with like Harry Smith because I don't want coffee thrown on me. But <laughs> I, I absolutely <laughs> was creasing when I heard that clip. It's like Mr. Hitman. <laughs> it's the best when he when he's obsessed with crap. Oh my gosh! Every, yeah, everyone should go listen to the Laps fan. Ah, uh, so fan. My man Andrew. Thoughts on Lucha Underground? I really like Lucha Underground. That's all I've got. It's a different wrestling product. It's not season everyone now is not as good as season one. Season one is the best. It looks different. It feels like an American TV show. It's just good. That have you ever watched it? Have you ever seen Luke Trotter Grand George? Not a big fan. I've only watched one episode. Didn't love it. So didn't continue with it, unfortunately. So can't really give too much of an opinion, mate. Yeah, no, I, I agree. With, I understand why people aren't. It's very different. But yeah, I like it. I think it's good. Uh, Mike Faff, what would be your top three dream matches of the modern era? Fucking hell, that's a question. Uh, well, I would it be? Would they? Can they be alive? Or well, in guess, this case, the I dream guess, matches? I guess of the modern era. Yes, yeah, so you got to pick mm. guys who are alive and kicking now. So I would guess. Well, actually, for me, it's, I know we've seen it, but for me, it'd be Osprey versus Ricochet, but in the WWE and allowed to do what they're allowed to do. Because I think having that kind of exposure would genuinely have such an impact mm. on wrestling overall. It would be ridiculous. I'd like to see Kenny Omega versus Seth Rollins. Just because I think that match would be awesome. And then, who else do I love? Daniel Bryan versus Akada. That's what I'd like to see. There's my three. Done. Bam. In that's, the that's the match Bryan will make sure it happens before he officially retires. Do you think if so? it means he has to leave WWE. Do you think? It, oh, 100%, mate. That's one of those matches. Like, he'll, like, he'll do anything just to get that one chance against Akada. But for me, it'd probably be New Day against the Young Bucks. Nice. Like it. Um... Strange one, but Kenny Omega against John Cena. Nah, dude, dude, 100%, man. Say what you like about Cena. He is a superstar. And what is more fun than two superstars going at it? Because Kenny Omega's one as well. That'd be great. And this one's going to be like, huh? But probably Buddy Murphy against... (laughs) I like it. Will Ospreay, I just think Buddy Murphy is just... You know, like the Observer Award for most underrated. He That category is his already. I just think that man... Is excellent. I agree. I, I do. I think. They, look, man, it's always good to come out of left field. Love mm. it. I love it. I love it. Uh, was a my son. That's not your real name. Is there a move bump that you're particularly scared to take? Oh, my real name is Warren Mason. Um, is there a move bump? Not not to take. No, to give nearly everything. But no, I'll take any move or bump because I think that that's half the point. I'm going to assume you don't wrestle, George, and you just haven't mentioned it yet. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, it's, it's not for me. Now, I've only done one lesson myself. Have you really? I think it counts, man. Yeah. What'd you do? Where'd you do um, 
Oh, I did it at Dropkick Academy. Amazing. How did you find uh, it? By Lakeside. Um, it wasn't for me. Like I, I respect any person that does it for a living. But I did it one lesson and it just, no, I couldn't do it. It wasn't for me. <laughs> at least I can say I did it one day. I came home, put my feet up and thought, nah. Fair enough, dude. The good thing is you tried it, man. That's the most important thing. Yeah, that's it, man. But I, I applaud like, like yourself. I've seen like your training videos and I just applaud that. You're continuing it and it's just like, early days for you, mate. Thanks, man. Well, it's the best thing I've ever done. I'm absolutely obsessed. I mean, don't get me wrong. I hurt all the time. My shoulders and my back are ruined, but I don't care. I'm, mm. ab- I'm absolutely, I've never been so obsessed with anything in my life and I get obsessed with a lot of stuff. <laughs> Stefan Erdman, who would you rather see as the next Universal Champ? Roman Reigns, no one's going to answer that. Bobby Lashley, Seth Rollins or Braun Strowman? Uh, I actually think Braun Strowman, you know. I would like to see Braun Strowman as Universal Champion just to see what WWE did with it. So yeah, I'll say Braun Strowman. I say Seth Rollins. Yeah, that's fair um, too. I miss Seth Rollins. I know it's a but I think Braun Strowman's lost a lot of momentum this year. I agree. I think it was that WrestleMania match. Yeah. Oh, don't, Nicholas, don't. <laughs> Look, I, like... I didn't mind it in the sense I thought it was funny. However, it did kill him. It did. There's but, no two ways but about it. Not WrestleMania. Like, do it on a house show. That's fine. But don't have to be for the title. You're like, who wants to be my partner? And that house show, live audience. Oh, oh my God. Anything can happen. Yeah, pit me, pit me. Cool, do it. That's fine. Not at WrestleMania. On a five-hour show. I think it was longer than that. And then you get that. And it's so annoying because that show itself was like, for the first hour and a half, outstanding. I was so impressed. And then it just fell off. No. But, dude, I, you're right. I can't argue with that. So... I agree with you, but I, I I miss Seth Rollins as champ. I look back now and I actually think his heel run when he was really had momentum is actually underrated. I thought it was really good. No, no, I mean I enjoyed it. He was in 2015 the man. Yeah, no. And unfortunately, got injured and it just took him a long time to get back to his usual. Of, no, he's fine. He's not necessarily the man, but he's probably like the MVP of WWE. Uh, I would say him and AJ Styles absolutely. I think they are absolutely killing it. Yep, I told. Seth Rollins is ridiculous. That match he had with Dolph Ziggler at the end of Raw this week was just... It was just brilliant. It was just brilliant. It was a masterclass. I, I wouldn't say my favourite, but I did enjoy it, but I, don't, I loved it as much as you, to be honest. I think Dolph, for me, I'm kind of... No, that's true. I, I, I think... Again, I'm going to sound like an arsehole again, but I watch wrestling so differently nowadays, and they went at it at such <clears> a quick pace, and they pulled off so many moves, I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe they did that with so much aplomb. It's just... Yeah, it blew my brain. It was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. I just... To, even if I, if I ever got anywhere near that level, I'd be over the moon. It's just crazy. Uh, Garth Jackson. Are fa- other fans, like the ones in Chicago, starting to ruin shows by hijacking it with stupid chants? I struggle to answer this question because, one, well, no, on one side, I'd say no, because I think if you've paid your money, you know, that classic mm. thing, you should be able to chant whatever you want. However, from a personal point of view, when I'm watching it from home, I will agree with that because, you know, Roman Reigns and Jinder Mahal, did I want to see that match? Not really, but I definitely did want to see it when the fans don't give a shit because that almost bleeds throughout, you know, it bleeds out of the camera and I don't give a mm. shit either because I can't get into it. It becomes very distracting when you're watching it as well. It's just, it takes away, I know the match and the build up, all right, fine, I don't really care, but the commentators are trying to do the job although they are doing a horrendous job, <laughs> then you've got CM Punk in the background. It just becomes like, all right, I'm just going to put this in the background. I don't care. Well, you could, cause I, I think we, no, we don't all forget, but I think until it happens, you forget how important a positive and good audience is to watching a match. And if they don't care, it's like when Dodie books something and you know they don't care. It's like, well, I can't care there. Mm. I'm out of it. I'm absolutely out of it because I cannot get into this. But it does have its benefits, though. Don't forget, with the smarky crowds, that did give Daniel Bryan that 2014 WrestleMania run. So you can't fold it in 
in the world. No, you're right. But at the same time, I think it's when they're just doing it to get themselves out of debt. It's just like, okay, we get the point. But you're right, though, man. I mean, you are you are 100 percent right in the sense that, yeah, without without those people being smarks, whatever the hell you want to call them, we wouldn't have had that amazing stuff with Daniel Bryan. So it's hard to be. Mm. And also, you cannot get mad at people. It sounds like it sounds ridiculous, but it's true. You can't get mad at people for voicing their opinion at the show. Opinion. Yeah, yeah, you can't. Like you just cannot because that's to me as relevant as cheering someone or as booing someone. Like it's exactly it's exactly the same. I mean, same you thing. get some fans a bit too much. Like when they chant like the wrestlers' real names, like oh, it's Bray Wyatt's debut. It's like Husky Harris. Yeah, I'm, I don't. I, some, so, yeah, don't I agree. Yeah, yeah for the progress <laughs> like don't be a dick. That applies to those sort of fans. Oh dear, it's true. It's true. I, I, I totally agree. But you know, it is what it is. That's why wrestling's so great because of the audience members. So you just, you just have to accept it. And yeah, sometimes it does ruin it. But without it, it wouldn't be wrestling. So in that sense, I think we just got to enjoy it as much as we can. Exactly. Uh, William P. Coppola the third, which is an incredible name. Do you think all three members of the New Day could have successful singles runs, and who would be the most successful? Well, I hope they do do that, but I hope they keep the group together and they and I hope that Big E gets a proper, proper push because I think Big E's got all the tools in the world. I think I think Kofi's been there for 10 plus years now. Yeah. So I think it's going to be a bit harder to give him another singles main event yep, push run. I, I agree. Save so your words. It'd be interesting. He's very charismatic. I think, obviously, he's such a hard worker. You know, not just the wrestling, but obviously with the uh, up, up, down, down, the success of that as well. And he's just non-stop going. And he's just such an amusing guy, especially with social media. But Big E, for me, like you said, is the guy that could be on that level. I think he's amazing. And he's got so much personality and he's so funny. You know, <sighs> if he can sort of balance that with mm. awesome matches, which we know he can do, I think he's got all the tools in the world. But I don't, I just, I don't want them to break them up anytime soon, to be honest. But when they do, and it will happen eventually, Big E for me is going to be the one they they got to push. I think so. I, 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 and I hope they do, and I think they will. I think before long he's going to get, he's going to get a big push, and I think, he's, right. I, I think I have a world title run. I'll put my money on it now and say that one no, day I, he has I a world title. Enjoy that. Run. Yeah, I, I don't it. want that. Um, do you remember when Crime Time broke up? It was like, uh, it's it's mad town. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't want that happening to the new day. But you know, with Road Dog there, who knows what's gonna happen? Well, we'll find out. Richard England, is it just me or does New Japan feel a bit like WWE in the Attitude Era? Huge roster, massive factions, and loads of random belts. Although the matches are much better than twenty years ago, I wouldn't say it feels like the Attitude Era, but I do feel like they've come into their own over the last few years, and they offer a proper viable, uh, uh, you know, option to people that don't or maybe a bit tired of WWE. So I do think they've got momentum. I do love them. Uh, whether or not, mm, whether or not, I don't know about that. But yeah, they are brilliant. I kind of disagree with that one. I don't really see similarities. Like the main events, just, there's not much brawl unless it's like a Jericho match, really. Um, in New Japan, though, that you've been watching recently. But it's, it's, I kind of have to disagree with that one, mate. Sorry. Dude, I like it, man. I don't want yes men. I'm not Vince McMahon. I want you to voice your mind. Like, I don't know. You haven't got like run-ins and all the main events like every week, but I don't know. That's just me. Maybe I don't watch enough New Japan, really. Not at all, man. Well, the, the argument there, though, is 
if it was like the Attitude Era, it would have got you in a different way because that's what the Attitude Era did, right? Got everybody. So, could you imagine Vince Rose like booking New Japan now? It's like I would love it. I'd love it. A card would be coming out as a woman or something. I don't know what he'd do. Vince, from, oh, what a crazy, what a crazy guy that man is. Bullet Club was a swerve. Oh, oh, what a you know what that guy's nuts. That's all I say. That guy is nuts. Uh, Matt, so go on, man. No, I'd actually say I've got a soft spot for him. That's it. Hey, man, he wrote a lot of the angles we all love. Doesn't stop him from being absolutely insane. Or in my opinion, in my opinion. Uh, Matt DeLay, how long is it going to take WWE to realize their inconsistency in writing for storylines is hurting the appeal of the shows? Well, the yeah. problem there, Matt, is they just signed two deals for $2 billion. So they think they're doing really well. And they are. Doesn't mean long term it's not going to come back to bite them in the ass. But yeah, they think they're smashing it right now. So they believe their storytelling... Don't, uh, Dave Meltzer says this the best, or Brian Alvarez, one of them. Vince McMahon doesn't want to write bad shows. He thinks he's writing good television. Some people agree. Some people don't agree. Um, so I, I think that eventually it will come back to haunt them, but I don't think they realize it just yet. No, I agree. I pretty much agree with that. I don't really have much to add to it, to be honest. I just think, despite the ratings, they're still getting the revenue. They're still making the money from the... <clears throat> Sorry, my cough. They're basically, they're doing well in terms of financial gain. So Vince doesn't care if, it, no. if the match gets three and a half stars. No, exactly. Because why would he? He's making loads of money and it's a business. So in his mind, right now, Dodie's more successful than ever because they're making more money than ever. So, you know, it's difficult. Uh, Mark Roy Day, do you think the AJ versus Nakamura feud hurt Nakamura? I do actually know a little bit. I just, yes. I, I just think to justify that heel turn, he had to win the belt to prove, hey, I made the right choice. The fact that he did it now, I'm a bit like, well, that was pointless. Although I do still love heel Nakamura, don't get me wrong. And I'm actually excited to see his feud with Jeff Hardy because I like Jeff Hardy too. But yes, I would say absolutely did hurt him. He should have, he should have, they should have had better matches overall. A couple of them were not up to expectations and he should have won the title. I think those are the two problems with it. No, I agree, mate. Like, it, just, it did hurt him, in my opinion. He's still getting popped as well when he punched him in the balls. So I, I think he didn't really accomplish his heel turn in a way. Like I think even though he changed his, heel, his um, music in the more heel style to stop fans from kind of singing along, they still would find a way to do it. So I don't think it was as effective as a lot of fans make out to be. Yep. And I think it kind of hurt AJ's momentum as well as world champion. I think the reaction that he's getting is nowhere near as strong as when he once won it. I agree. So I, think, I, I think I think I heard both of them. I totally agree. I totally agree. And that's why I also think that, unfortunately, Rusev is just a holding program. I think AJ Styles will beat him and then he'll move on to something else, which sucks because I love Rusev, but I think that's the point of it. I think it's there to just steady the ship, known as AJ Styles, then move on to other things. But who'd AJ go against though next? Smojo. Really is... I think it'd be AJ versus Smojo. I think that's the next proper feud after AJ beats Rusev at Extreme Rules. That's my gut anyway. I'm sorry on, on Smojo if I'm being brutal. Honest. I think just because it's so stop-start. Well, he wasn't even on SmackDown this week. Well, I know, like, Kamala, uh, why do I keep calling it Kamala? <laughs> Kamala. <laughs> Kamala and AJ, they were on tour, weren't they? Um, but no idea Samoa Joe is probably injured again. Maybe, maybe. I still love Samoa Joe. And I'll take an AJ Styles Samoa Joe feud. But yeah, I do agree. Uh, I do agree with what you said. Uh, Chris Brown, what's your favourite wrestling promotion that doesn't get as much as attention as it should? Or at least as you think it should? Oh, that is a question. Uh, I don't think I have an answer. I can't think of anyone. Uh, did you say his name's Chris Brown? His name is uh, Christian Brown. <laughs> so oh, it's not, it's not, it's not too bad. <laughs> oh, right. uh, uh, what promotion doesn't get enough? I don't uh, know. Maybe Noah? Good shout. Good shout. Yeah, oh, I, Japan, obviously, it is global I, now. 
Noah is a great shout. Shakara as well. Because Shakara is so batshit crazy. I don't like Shakara. No, but, 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 but dude, that's why I like it. Because it is so damning. And it is so like, what the fuck is this? But I, that's why I like it so much. It, look, if you've never watched Shakara, use this weekend to go watch Shakara. You may love it. You may hate it. But I tell you, get a reaction out of you. It is so weird. It is unbelievable. Probably involve me closing my laptop. <laughs> Whatever works, man. And the last question comes from Alex White. What do you see WWE doing with? Uh, sorry, what do you see WWE doing with Paul Heyman if Brock leaves after SummerSlam? Um, I am of the belief that once Brock Lesnar's run is done, I don't think anyone is going to buy Paul Heyman with anybody else. So I would just find something different for him. I, I, I think that sucks in one way because I think Paul Heyman has loads to offer, but I just don't think anyone's ever going to buy into it. I would love to see Heyman be paired with Roman Reigns. And now I know it's, I know I'm going to come across really smarky, but. Do it, man. Roman Reigns is just not a good primer guy. He's had years and years to try to. John Cena basically put him in his ass when they were like feuding last year. And he. He just can't do it without calling someone a bitch or bitching about Brock Lesnar being a part-time <laughs> bitch. So create this chemistry between Heyman and Roman Reigns as Roman Reigns being the future and Brock Lesnar being the past. Paul Heyman gets something to do. You can't waste Paul Heyman. And I thought he has been wasted in this role with Lesnar because he just repeats himself. Put him with someone new, someone who needs it, someone who needs that rub from one of the best managers and talkers of all time. You know, I mean, this is from a fan's point of view, but no, I just think I'm with it you, would man. elevate Roman Reigns so much. And you could get that heat as well, because it's getting to the point now where the fans are hijacking the match. And Bobby Lashley is doing a better job in the mic than you. I, you, I mean, you're right. I think my worry is that they're never gonna, WWE's never going to turn Roman Reigns heel now. So I don't want to get excited about something I don't think ever mm. going to happen. But I agree. I'd with you. Love I think, to. Oh, I would love it if they did it. And I'd love to see Paul Heyman with him. I'd love it. I think it'd be so interesting. And if you want to have it that, you know, Roman Reign takes the belt off Brock because he's leaving by, you know, by uh, Heyman helping out Roman, do it. That's all right. That's fine. That's all good. So. That'd be good. I'd like, that'd be good viewing. And then, like, this is Mark Claire, Roman. Oh, but just don't call him the big dog. Just erase that from Michael Cole's script. I saw an amazing uh, thread on Reddit the other day that just said, how sick do you think Michael Cole is of... Uh, of saying the big dog I never thought about that it's the way that he just puts oh he just puts that effort in it the big dog yeah <laughs> oh it makes me cringe man oh so good oh, it is bad don't get me wrong what do you think about Roman Reigns overall George before we round this up what's what's your opinion I ask everybody else so I may as well um, ask you too got good presence good in ring talent uh, he's improved significantly like, yeah. like he was in XT for a bit and then he went straight to the main star um, he's got a cool look but I just think his overall character is a bit of a mess. You know, he's a bit of a whiner. I'm not talking about him personally. I'm just talking about what yeah, I see on the TV yeah, yeah. they present to me. The character is just whiny. He's just avoiding all his chances. And he comes out to the shield music still and the shield attire where Dean Ambrose has changed his gear and music. Seth Rollins has changed his gear and music, you know. And I just think it's just so stout. Like, they pulled a plug on Lugo. They pulled a plug on Diesel. Pull the plug on him as a baby face. I think he is a main event talent. I truly believe that, but I just don't think... I think the job's done. No, sorry, the damage is done. I, I agree. I agree, man. I'm, I'm 100% with you. I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't agree with you more. But I always like to ask everybody that comes on, because like, mm. as I always say, he's a science experiment in 2018. 
He is uh, he's a walking is a walking mystery. That man that makes no sense when it comes. But to it's like he's what is he though? He's not a hero. He's not baby. He's not in between. It's just a guy who comes out and moans. So that's what I mean. That's why he's fascinating. Yeah, but that's why he's amazing. He's not a wrestler. He's just a guy. I find it incredible. I find it. Roman Reigns is incredible to me. I just it, yeah, it blows my brain. It really, really does. Oh, Vince is hard on films. Like, needs to stop. Well, not anytime soon, man. I wouldn't oh, count yeah. against it. <laughs> Oh dear. Okay, on that note, we will start. Uh, we will start bringing things to a close. George, anything else you want to pimp? Obviously, we mentioned Wrestling Kings. Remind everyone to go search down Wrestling Kings. Give it a like on Facebook and all of that. Do you got any social media or anything else you want to promote? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter uh, at Buka B U K A. It is pronounced like the wrestler Buka, but just spelled differently. <laughs> so it's Buka Media. And that's it. You can find me on there. Usually tweeting about England at the moment, kind of moaning a little bit. Anything's funny, I'll retweet. Um, you know, just, just I'm a funny person, really. So, <laughs> well, there you go. Sold. Go give him a follow. There's no, there's no two reasons to do it. Uh, if you don't, if you didn't catch it as well, you can make sure you can see his Twitter name in the description, be that on YouTube or whatever this goes up on. It will all be in there. Um, but dude, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. It's been a really good chat. Actually. I've really enjoyed this. Yeah, that's no, been a pleasure, man. Um, just wish you the best. Looking forward to your match uh, against Drake. Thank you, man. Of course, I should pimp that, yeah. Um, yeah, I thought Well, actually, actually, to be fair, I enjoyed it, man. It's like, I, you have been able to, like, I'm not brandizing it, but I am on your podcast, and I did want to say, like, you have been able to get why, here's why, <laughs> over. That's outstanding. It's 2018, right? And, like, you know, flips and moves is what this is what normally gets over. But you managed to get that catchphrase over, and I applaud you, mate. I high five you. Well, that's very kind of you, man. Don't don't get me wrong. I pinch myself every day. I don't know how I managed to do any of this, but I'm uh, I'm very I'm very happy and very proud that I have done. So I appreciate that, dude. That's very kind of you. That's right, mate. We'll see what happens going forward. But yeah, uh, if you are in the Newcastle area on July 16th and 17th, make sure you come down to the O2 Academy. Uh, you can watch the next Defiant show that I will be on and I have plenty more bookings to talk to you about. I can't talk to them just yet. I just got to wait for them to be confirmed. But yeah, put like this, from July onwards, if you want to come see me uh, wrestle somewhere in the UK, I'm probably going to be there. <laughs> That's all I'll say for now. Also, if your question wasn't answered on this week's Q&A, it will be answered on a very special uh, Patreon podcast. So that is can be accessed at Patreon.com for us Simon316 and that's for anyone that is a patron so even if you're a dollar patron or whatever you can access it from there just me and my way of trying to give something back to patrons uh, as much as I can but George again thank you so much for supporting me on Patreon as well like I say without that's you right. without you guys I wouldn't be able to do this kind of stuff so yeah I, I massively appreciate it and again go and follow George's work at Wrestle Kings. all the information will be in the description the podcast is also up at youtube.com forward slash the middle report rules give that a subscribe should you fancy I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Miller316 and more importantly, just keep enjoying wrestling. There's loads to like. You're being bombarded with contact right now. And yeah, just try and smile your way through it as much as you can. George. And before I go quickly, can yes. I just do a quick uh, Macho Man impression just for my mate? Yes. I'm too hot to hold and too cold to handle, yeah. Dude, I'm... I've just been on the Simon Miller's podcast, yeah. <laughs> the Miller's Report over and out. I, I tell you what, man. You dropped a couple of Braun Strowmans into this podcast as well. You're pretty good at impressions. You're pretty <laughs> no, good at impressions. That, my, that well, did actually just help my voice. I'm not surprised. Worth, I'm not surprised. Dude, there's something in that. You should start smashing out impressions. I tell you. I tell you, you get that over in a second. But thank you for having me on the show. And and take care. You're very welcome, dude. Right, we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening, and I will talk to you all very soon. Bye.